0: Today we're going to discussing inviting and hosting non-Jews on Yontif. It can be a somewhat of a sensitive topic, especially if there's a lot of different scenarios. There's going to be a lot of family members who are in, the, in that category or other people who there's uh, some sort of pressure to have over for Yontif. it can be a sensitive topic. Just Today we're just going to lay out the basic principles and the basic sources and mechanics of, of the sugya. Of course, for any practical cases where this comes up practically, Every case has to be judged by its own merits and its own factors. Every, every case comes to so you have to ask a Shiloh. You know there's a fundamental difference between Shabbos and yantiv. On Shabbos, you're not allowed to do any malacha cooking or anything else even for the sake of meal preparation. On there are a certain malachas we allow you to do for what's called Eichel Nefesh, for the preparation of food that you're going to have on a You're allowed to cook and do certain other malachas. The Pasuk, when, in, in describing this this leniency, this allowance of doing certain malachas on yomtiv for fruit preparation. It says, adds in the extra words, it says, you're allowed to do echel nefesh, achasheh nefesh levaday, you think that you're allowed to, think that you're doing for fruit preparation, you're allowed to do on yomtiv. Lachem. The public adds in the extra words of for you. The Gemara and Bea, says we learn out from the extra word of Lachem, from the for you, not really necessary. We learn us it's coming to tell you that specifically for you, you're allowed to do it for a Jew, but you're not allowed to do it for a non-Jew. So it comes out that really, cooking should be, is a malacha on Yontiv. When you're doing it for a food preparation for Yontiv, it's permitted, but that allowance only applies when you're doing that for a Jew. If you're doing that for a non-Jew, it goes back, reverts to the regular prohibition of cooking on Yontiv. As important to keep in mind as we go through we're going to see certain le- leniencies in these halachas later on but to actually go and cook solely for the purpose of an non is going to be probably an issue a and I don't think there's any situations where that is going to be permitted going even further after we said that there's a prohibition to cook for an anju, the Gemara says we made a gezer we're concerned that if since you're not allowed to cook for an anju and in Yonte, but if you invite him over you're going to f- feel a need to cook for him Therefore, like Gemara said, you're not allowed you're not allowed to even invite him over for Yuntiv. Not only are you not allowed to cook for him, you're not allowed to uh, uh, not even allowed to invite him, so you don't come to cook for him. It happened the very common scenario. Someone has a housekeeper in the house, or so they have a, a health aide for an el- for an elderly person. And these people usually eat with you, especially the aides sometimes will eat by the table with the with the person they're helping. So, what are do you doing, Yuntiv? He you said you're not allowed to have you're not allowed to have over a non-Jewan Now you have to feed this person. What's the solution? So the Rosh discusses this, going back, and he says that this halacha of not having a non-Jew over on Yom does not apply to what you call the Avada and the price can say it applies to any of our domestic workers today who are working in your house on a consistent basis, that you always provide as food. This halacha of not inviting them does not apply. You're allowed to serve them food. You're not allowed to cook for them, of course, but you're allowed to serve them food. And we're not concerned that you're going to come to cook for them. Since these people are not coming to, you're not feeding them out of a hosting social obligation. You're feeding them because they're in your house and that's part of the, you're almost your, a contract you have with them, you know, a business deal you have with them that you take care of so and so and part of your payments I feed you, right? That's not a concern that you're going to feel a pressure to serve them nice food, to serve them extra food. And therefore, you're not allowed to cook for them, but the prohibition of inviting them over or having them over and feeding them does not apply to such a person. So come to. The only concern is cooking on yontiv. Right. What will be the problem with inviting them before yontiv? If I invite them before yontiv, so you might come them, to cook on yontiv. You, you have, Yantiv. have, a, you, have an, you have the. Do you have the guys there? But you're allowed to cook on yontiv, right? So casu- you're. Allowed. The passion says that you're cooking before yontiv. Passion says that you're cooking before. Okay. So the, the mishmar speaks that we don't differentiate between someone who cooks before yontiv, onion tiv. Once they're allowed to cook on yontiv, we say that applies across the board. You come, might come to cook her a guy. But, again, someone who is domestic <laughs> worker or something like that, you're not gonna, we're not concerned you're going to come to cook for it is okay. And just to kind of speak about that a little bit further, so therefore there's a gzera d'ra that says but we're not allowed to invite yeah. a noun. But it is a gzera It's a gzera and therefore that gzera doesn't apply to someone who, again, the Yashayim was saying that we're not concerned about that. Again, the deraysa we're not going to permit. The abanan will permit. Yeah. <laughs> the hetar by abadam and shachas is specifically because they're not you don't care to do nicer for them yeah or because they're there for a long time It's the first one because because you don't care you don't care you know there's no you're, you're gonna you don't feel obligated like that so to if make someone someone has a, a different type of guy living by them their in law or whatever or something like that if they're there all the time they would still be there for that i believe problem. so they've been there for three months yeah it. it's not a time thing it, it, it's clear that it, it, it's it's a social obligation Okay, so come that you're not, you're, you're, um, you're allowed to, as I said, you're allowed to serve food to your to this domestic worker, you're not allowed to cook food for them directly. However, the rishon already say a huge leniency. When you're making food for yourself on Yontif, there are certain, under certain circumstances, certain conditions, we're going to allow you to add p- food to that pot for your domestic worker. That, for the basis, based off some Hilkha's Yontif, is not actually considered, And certain, we'll get to the conditions in a second, it's not considered to be cooking on Yontif, and therefore, this domestic worker, who we allow you to, to invite, so to speak, we allow you to serve them food, you're even allowed to add food to the pot that you're already cooking for yourself. What are those conditions? One of that's permitted. First of all, was says, you, have to be, you didn't speak out that you're doing it for him. You're adding extra food for him. You can't say that explicitly. Second of all, it has to be something which is no, um, significant, tier, no significant no significant, not a lot of extra work going into putting that extra food in. And the third condition, probably the most crucial one, is that it only true before you put the pan or the pot onto the fire. Once the pan or pot is onto the fire, now you're adding something that is a malakha being done for the non-jew. Can't do that. If it's before the food goes onto the fire, right? so now I put, for example, you have a pan of chicken, and you put an extra piece of chicken in for the non-jew, and then I stick the entire pan into the oven, We're not, that's not an extra malakha done for the non-jew, because I stuck the entire pan in one shot, and therefore it would be permitted. But it's something which is already on the fire and you're adding food, that would be a malacha being done for this non-Jewish worker, and that you cannot do. Ex- example: you're for again, a pan of chicken would be permitted before you put it into the oven. You have frying schnitzel, where you're putting each piece in individually, and eventually you're also you're, you're flipping each piece later on. Also, all the each time you do that, you pick up the the the, the, the schnitzel you put it down into the pot, the individual malacha, and that would not be permitted for this non-Jewish worker. Same thing if you're making uh, matzo balls, right? And you stick it into a boiling pot or meatballs, you stick it into a boiling pot. Each one goes in individually, the individual malacha. That's not permitted. Sticking, to, yeah. So if you have schnitzel that you bake and you're putting it on a pan and putting the whole pan in, that's okay. But presumably, so I don't know. How, I don't know exactly how we define what's a lot of work, and maybe is breading schnitzel a lot of work. I don't know, but like but, but assuming that it's not that Maluka problem, trying yeah, that. Yeah, yes, that's that's fine. fine. That's okay. Yes. Each one that would not yes. Fine. Yes. Exactly. Okay. If uh. you have. You have matzo balls in a separate pot of soup. because you have extra matzo balls in a guy comes? You're allowed to put the matzo balls from the pot of matzo They're, the they're already made. They're already made in a separate They're ready made, so you have to know if that's really that's probably not. That's probably not. The, it's it's probably not cooking then. If they're ready made, it's yeah. not cooking. just Clean them up. Probably that wouldn't be a problem. I don't think. Again, this is only for the non-Jewish worker. It's not for anyone else. Yeah. It's not for a regular guest. Uh, so that's a leniency we find by non-Jewish worker again. You're allowed to you're allowed to serve them food. You're not allowed to cook for them. You're, and, and adding food to a pot you're cooking for yourself depends on how it's being done. Before before goes onto fire it's permitted, after goes onto fire it's not okay. Is that if it, it comes by himself also? no, we are got to get there right now. So what well, that's okay, that's all for the worker. The guy who showed up by himself. So the Gemara discusses the case, had such a case where Nanju showed up by Marzocha's door, someone he knew, comes to him on Yantiv, and Razutra wanted to feed him food. Gumara Marzucha said Marzuch it Marzuch told him, Hey, it's Yamtiv. I cooked for myself already. I'm allowed to cook myself. I'm not allowed to cook for you. You can have whatever I have, but I'm not cooking anything extra for you. And majority said that that was okay to do on Yom But I, I just object to the way it's given to the Goy because you're going to offend the Goy like you that. You could just say I'm just not allowed to cook anymore and leave it at that without saying. Well, so we'll, we'll get to we'll get to why we'll get to maybe why okay. he said that we'll get to we'll get we'll get we'll get, we'll, we'll, get to we'll get we'll get to the minute, Dr. No reason. Um. So the, the uh, so the Gemara says, based on this Gemara of Mazutra, where the guy showed up at his house, not too you show up at his house, and Mazutra gave him to eat, just gave him this little disclaimer, the Gemara, um, based on that Gemara, the Shulchan Aruch that someone who showed up at your house uninvited, you did not invite the guy, the guy showed up, therefore, um, the Gemara says, and the the, 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 the says, um, in that circumstance, you're allowed to feed him, you're not allowed to invite him, he came, you're allowed to feed him. Based on the way the Rambam brings down this halacha, the place can infer a couple of important halachas. First of all, the Gemara, as he said, in the Gemara, Mazusha gave this guy this whole disclaimer. Is that necessary to permit, him, to the guy? Maybe it's only permitted if, you know, I take off the, the pressure. The Rambam, when he quotes this halacha, does not make any mention of disclaimer. And the Taz, and it's quoted by the Mishnaburu, say that, 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 the, that, that the Rambam held it was not necessary. Mazusha, under those circumstances, sort of, it was better understood if he, gives the, if he tells the guy why he's not cooking more food. If you think it's going to be less understood like Dr. Rosenberg, then don't tell the guy that. It's not necessary to tell the guy that. It was just Marzutra thought that was a polite thing to do under those circumstances. If you think it's not polite, the Rambam is saying it's not necessary. Another um, important fa- um, piece to take out of the Rambam, the Rambam says that it's permitted to feed him, this guy who shows up not uninvited, it's permitted to feed him what you already prepared. In other words, and the Mishra says, you see from the Rambam, only food you're already prepared. But if you're already still move cooking for your emptive, when this non-Jew shows up at your house uninvited, you're stuck. You can't feed him. Because now we're concerned you're going to come to cook for him. And you come down and the price can say this. everything we come that you're only allowed to do it if you're already finished cooking. Not only not like the worker who we said you're allowed to add in food. The, uh, the stuff already made that could be for the guys already made, and now the stuff I'm continuing. I'm in the middle of making a schnitzel. If that's sh- I made five pieces of schnitzel. Okay, you know what? That's the guys. Now I'm going to make more for my family. If um, that they say if if that's actually the scenario where that's really what's going on, there's enough food for the non-Jew, and now you're just adding on for your own family. The thing, if that were the math works out like that, it's fine. But if it's the math doesn't work, then you can't do that. Um, but come out, so a huge difference between a. A, a domestic worker who we said is one leniency, and someone showed up uninvited. A domestic worker, you're even allowed to add food into the pot under certain circumstances. Someone who shows up uninvited, you're only allowed to give them if you are already finished cooking everything. For sure you're not allowed to add in food to the pot, and you're not, even allowed, to, you're not allowed to give them if you're, if you're still cooking. If you're done cooking and the guy shows up, then we allow you to do it. The difference between the two cases is very simple, The Mishra points out that it's very simple, that the case of the domestic worker, the, the leniency is because you don't feel any sort of you don't feel any sort of social obligation. <laughs> but by the, but by someone, a guest who showed up uninvited, he may be someone who you feel a need to host and be nice to. If you ready, stopped cooking and he showed up at your door, you didn't invite him, then we like to feed him. But to do any sort of cooking, we're getting him out, any sort of cooking, we're going to be concerned, you're going to co- um, come to cook for him by himself, and that would be a prohibition, and therefore only if you already have everything done. Do you mean that the, um, the cooking is completed already? Yes. Like, You're the, the malacha of sticking the food into the oven, whatever malacha is going on, sticking the food into the oven is done. I it's really mean, what's already prepared. I presume he means, presumably, that means whatever malacha is done. Um, Taz and Mishabru point out that this whole leniency of the uninvited guy is only if he, only if he, if you know, you, you come to your house and you can serve him food. But what say the guy like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm good, I'm not hungry, and you can't start like insisting, oh please, join us, this that, that the Taz says would already be considered invading the guy. When already now once I once you like you know already try getting the guy you know pushing him to, to to stay with you you know you can you can serve him initially once you have to push him further it's already under it's already like you invited him and that would be problematic because once you invite the guy now we're concerned that you're going to come to cook extra for him so it comes out again we have three scenario three halachas by the by by the guy who showed up unin- uninvited you can't regular non Jew you can't invite him you're not allowed to add any thing to the path for him, only things that you're ready, that you're ready done cooking, that's where you're allowed to give him. All this the whole halacha of 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 the invi- not allowed to invite a Naju only applies on Yantiv. Shabbos is that you're allowed because you're not allowed to cook on 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 Shabbos anyways. And even Shabbos which fold that on Yantav also the place can say you're allowed to invite a non-Jew, because you can't cook anyways for yourself. So there's no real concern. This year, this year the first day of Pesach full of that on Shabbos. If someone has a non-Jew, they haven't It's necessary for them to invite, invite them for Shabbat that first day, and you avoid all these problems. I didn't see anyone explicitly speak this out, but the last day of Pesach this year is Shabbos also. I presume that would be problematic, because we do cooking on Friday. We make an air tashinon, and you cook on Friday for Shabbos. I didn't say speak that after, but presumably it's the same problem. And presumably, the open f- for the first day of Yantiv, where you're cooking before Yantiv, would be fine. And for the last day of Yantiv this year, I think might be more tricky, even though you know it is like Shabbos. Well, first of all, the, you, we make up an ear to and you even allowed to cook on Friday. Even on the, first day of y- on the first day of the second day, you're allowed to cook. On the seventh day of Pesach, you're allowed to cook. And we'll get the Kalamayt also, it's not so simple. You can cook for an angel on Kalamayt. Um is all halacha applied to regular non-Jew, with this whole, everything gets tricky over here, is when you have someone who is looking to be or someone's looking to convert, so Bezdin of course, if after they see someone sincere, they'll direct the guy to go learn all the various halachas of Yiddishkeit, and also to experience a Jewish lifestyle, a real authentic Jewish lifestyle, but including that, of course, if have to experience Shabbos and Yad this but a little stuck over here, you can't invite the guy, because inviting a non-Jew, you can't cook for him, you can't invite him, you have a the because they're of, of inviting him. If you don't invite someone like that, how is anyone ever going to know what a yantav looks like, know what a looks like? It's a little tricky. There uh, are various solutions in the place game, and some are more practical, some are less practical, and then on lots of circumstances, just to, uh, to demonstrate some of the, one of the leniencies we said, not that this is the most practical way of doing it. Um, necessarily, but the, one of the demonstrates, one of the leniencies we mentioned, if can say that if you have someone directing a, helping out someone who's in the process of being McGuire, they can do it. They tell them, you know, certain large families where an extra person does not make a difference. And now here's a list of, you know, three or four families in the, in the neighborhood, right? Crashed by them. They'll be happy to have you. You show up now. You're uninvited. Show up right before the that They're ready to finish cooking. Uninvited guest. The guy can show up at the door. You already finished cooking. As I said before, that would not be a problem. That's one of the solutions, possible solutions that they offer for someone in that situation. Um, we're really good. We get. They're telling them to be like, ultra rude. So, as <this> part <laughs> of the <laughs> Torah, uh, I'm <laughs> <of the tree's laughs> not telling them, that's doesn't Just become a Jew. Be like ultra rude. You show up at someone's house right before the. Exactly. That's what I meant. that's <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so we'll even more. cats would like all the What gets even more stickier <laughs> is that the Mishabura, in the beginning of these halakhas, brings down from Yaakov Emden, who says not only this halacha of not cooking and not inviting applied to a non Jew, but for these halakhas, someone who publicly is Michael Shabbos, we're going to give them the status of a non-Jew for these halachas. That would cause a lot of problems because all the key of opportunities are, would be down the drain, and many people who have non-From relatives and especially yomtiv time, they like getting together, it would cause a lot of problems. However, the place can come along and say many can come along and say that for these halachas, we don't look at the vast majority of non-religious Jews today are not in this category. Even though they may publicly be mechal Shabbos, that they are never exposed to true Jewish lifestyle. They exposed to our educational system. It's, it's problematic when someone is re- is had the opportunity to really um, learn what a Jewish lifestyle is about and experience it, and then they rejected it. It's puzzling to say someone who never really had the opportunity to learn, like the vast majority of non-religious Jews today, finds them say this halacha would not apply to them, and then we look at them as regular yidden. Some can that, that whole basis is somewhat questionable. Not everyone agrees to that basis. That that's how we define um, what a non-religious Jew is for these purposes. Additionally, sometimes it's not clear exactly how much the person was exposed. What's considered enough exposure? What's considered enough education? There are some places who say that you know you can invite a non-Jew, but uh, you can invite a non-religious person, but maybe you shouldn't actually be cooking for them a yontif. Now, it comes out you have to you know you ask a shayla about this. In each case we have to be judged on merits. So, of again who the person is, what exposure, what background they had, and then maybe you can invite them, but you can't cook for them, maybe you can cook cook for them, maybe you can add into your own pot, but you can't cook separately for them. You have to know all these different things. That person has to be aware of exactly what's going on and ask a educated question, exactly what you can do for them, under what circumstances? So in non-Jew, that, that does not help for. The Pais can say it does not help for a non-Jew. You, you, want, uh, you but can No, because we're time. concerned that you yeah. might come yeah. to cook from on yon-tub. That's the gzayah of the Gemara. We're concerned you might come to c- cook from on Yontem. And uh, for everything, for the irregular shoe sometimes there's a lot, of, a lot of leniency. Sometimes the might might even allow you to cook straight up for the guy. Yeah, it's, it's, it's worthwhile to ask a question. Yeah. We're, just, we're, we're, we're running short on time, so we'll, we'll talk about it Once, okay, after. Um, Another point the place can bring up is cooking on Chol Ma'ed. So we're used to the fact that you can do malacha on Chol Ma'ed. However, really, where it works is Chol Ma'ed is a quasi yamtif. There are many, and you can't do really any Molochah, except we have a whole bunch of, we have a lot, a lot, a lot of leading seeds that things we do allow you to do. One of those leading seeds we allow you to cook food for yourself for, for, on Chol Ma'ed. is definitely not worth any Yomtif. It means you do a lot more than you allow to do on Yamtif. However, the chayyadim points out that we're back to the same thing. Lachem. For you all these things become permitted, but they're not permitted for a non-Jew. Therefore the Khayatum says that on the says that um, that on that on Chalmayed, not only can you can cook for yourself, but you're not allowed to do or cook for jew or do any malacha on behalf of a Nanju. That again there are more leniencies on Khamayid than on Radra Yanth, therefore someone again has to host someone Chalmayed may baby be a better time. You still have to ask asked about exactly how to go about it, but that would also the Khayatam pointing out the same idea of not cooking for the non-jew applies on homemade as it does on yantiv. just live off one child that comes up is in the hotels, the pesach hotels, the other yantivim, and let's say so we said you ought to bring a, you ought to have a domestic worker in your house because they don't really care so much about you know you're not, you not feel socially obligated or any other obligation to feed them nice food or make sure you have a lot of food available for them. So someone has an aid with them elderly person has an aid and they go away to these Pesach hotels. Usually that aid is a paying guest thousands and thousands of dollars. The people in the kitchen, the hotel, they look at you, they don't care who you are, if you're the aide who's being paid for by the other person or if you're or if you're the actual person paying. They don't, they're, you're all paying guests. Maybe it comes out then that you're back to the problem of cooking for a non-Jew. Hopefully they're in the kitchen cooking. Uh, so, Mithrasiak so, so, so says, or Saskia Solution says, since the non-Jew's cooking in the kitchen, therefore, he says, we're going to allow you to add food to the pot. He says, we're not, we not a problem not inviting them, not pro- but he says, actually cooking for them would be problematic. You can have to know exactly how that works then because if they're serving schnitzel, then that whole, you know, thing that would work for certain foods for other foods. Yes, they make an huh? egg. Huh? Oh, make, make an egg, make an egg, yeah. That's, well, yeah, yeah, that that's, if I mean, think about, I'm not sure exactly what the basis mm-hmm. of things are, especially if they have Yid doing any malachah. If non in molacha to begin with, it's more lenient. As I said, they done the, Permit everything under those circumstances, but uses that as a starting point to do certain things. But that would be an interesting question what these hotels are relying on. It comes out just from the bottom line of, of the share is that when you people at the certain situations start out, there's certain situations where people have pressures or other reasons why they have to host non Jews on Yantan. They ask Ashkel every case what you could do, what you can't do. But it's very important to know we saw there's many different levels, even once there's something that's permissible. There's many different levels. There's inviting him and cooking everything before. There's inviting him, adding to the pot, and inviting him and not adding to the pot. There's lots of different possibilities. Every time you ask a shell, you have to be clear exactly what is permitted and what is not. Sorry.